Well, it's the day before Valentine's Day, and thoughts everywhere are turning to love or panicking, trying to find uh, the right Valentine's gift, but either way, it's uh, an appropriate time for us to remember where real love comes from. 1 John chapter 4 says, Dear friends, let us love one another. For love comes from God. Everyone who loves has been born of God and knows God. Whoever does not love does not know God because God is love. This is how God showed his love among us. He sent his one and only Son into the world that we might live through him. This is love, not that we love God, but that he loved us and sent his son as an atoning sacrifice for our sins. Dear friends, since God so loved us, we also ought to love one another. The greatest act of love, you might say the, the greatest Valentine gift of all, was God giving us Jesus as an atoning sacrifice for our sin. So powerful was that act that through it, we can live forever. Remember John 3, 16, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whoever believes in him shall not perish, but have eternal life. There is power in great acts of love. And that goes for us too. We know how powerful it is when, when someone goes above and beyond for someone else out of love. Jesus says in, in John 15, Greater love has no one than this, to lay down one's life for one's friend. And we've seen that kind of love, haven't we? We've heard stories of soldiers that threw themselves on a grenade to protect their buddy. Of parents who drowned trying to save their children. Of the firefighter who willingly goes into a burning building to rescue an elderly resident. But it's not just those, those acts that might cost us our lives, but there is power in any great act of love. The donation of one's estate to the ministry of God, the, the giving of an engagement ring that cost half a year's salary, the huge Valentine's gift of, of a ruby pendant, maybe, maybe dinner at Manny's Steakhouse, and, and then a trip to Aruba. Not to put any pressure on any of you. <laughs> we know that there is power in these big acts of love. That when we do something great like this, it shows great love. In fact, we're so conditioned to think that, that big things equal big love that we feel it isn't great, it isn't meaningful if it's just a little thing. Maybe they don't love us, given what they gave us for Valentine's Day. Or maybe they feel that we don't love them. Hence the, the dread that many people have around Valentine's Day of getting the right Valentine gift. Right? Because if it doesn't measure up, there might be disappointment. There, there might be questioning of, of one's love. When my uh, kids were, were little, 
their aunt worked for Hershey's. There is no better job to have an aunt working for than Hershey's. Because every time that we were together, she brought chocolate. Well, one year, she showed up with three different chocolate bars for my three different kids. And she and my wife thought it would be hilarious to, to give a, a chocolate bar to each one of them and have a picture taken. And here's the picture. One is the biggest Hershey bar I've ever seen in my life. The other one is a regular Hershey bar. And then the youngest got a little mini Hershey bar. And just look at his face. That is not the face of someone who feels loved. <laughs> the ones that got the, the big chocolate, now they, they feel loved. But to sit there with that little mini bar was, well, to say disappointing would be uh, putting it mildly. In fact, he remembers it to this day. He just told the story in his sermon a couple of weeks ago. <laughs> how we treated him. We get so focused on big acts of love that we forget that there's power in little things too. Maybe... Maybe not so much in little Hershey bars, but, but power even in, in the little Valentines that we used to give in school. Remember those things? They're, they're barely bigger than a, uh, than a post-it note. And they, they had different uh, corny expressions on them, like, um, I'm going to pop a corny question. Will you be my Valentine? Things like that. Or there would be some sort of cartoon character on them, whatever was popular at the time. Uh, I was given this one this week. I'm your astromech friend. And, and then there's a little uh, robot tattoo, too. Um, these, these little paper valentines were, you know, they really don't amount to much. But you remember what we did? At least what we did is, is we would make a box or, or an envelope or something, and the week before Valentine's Day, we decorated it all up and put it on our desk. And then on Valentine's Day, we got to go around and we got to put one of these little paper Valentines in everybody's box. And I mean everybody's, because that was the rule, that you brought them for everybody or you didn't bring any at all. Couldn't just give them to your friends. And... Sometimes there would be the overachieving mom who would tape a sucker to these or, or maybe even one of those little conversation heart boxes. But mostly, they were just cheap paper valentines. And everyone got one. A whole box worth. And you know what? It was fun. And every kid was happy. These weren't life-changing. They're not like getting a, an engagement ring or a trip to Aruba. And except for the ones that, that had a sucker taped to them that you had to get off, you, you barely glanced at them, looked at them, and went on to the next one. And yet, and yet, in their own way, these cheap valentines were powerful. They had a, they'd put a smile on your face, little funny expressions, not of romantic love, but just of, of general love for, for each other. 
be my valentine, here's a heart for you. Now, I don't know if schools are doing that, are they? Anybody have uh, grandkids and stuff in the schools that know whether they're, they're still doing this? A few, few heads shaking. I know that many schools aren't doing it, and it's for a number of different reasons. Uh, some say that, that such frivolity is disrupting of the learning process. Glad I didn't go to that school. <laughs> Others have canceled it because it's considered a Christian holiday. One said Valentine's Day promotes unhealthy eating habits, and another that it reflects unhealthy normative gender stereotypes. And who knows, some, some might have even canceled because these cards are so cheap, I mean, what's the point? But the point is, little acts of kindness and love can be powerful. Sometimes with, with all the focus on big gifts, we forget the power of the smallest, the simplest, the most routine acts of love. Remember how Jesus, in Matthew 17, talks about the power of even the littlest bit of faith? He says, truly I tell you, if you have faith as small as a mustard seed, you can say to this mountain, move from here to there, and it will move. Nothing will be impossible for you. A little faith goes a long way. But also remember how the Bible says that there is something that is even greater than faith, more powerful than faith. 1 Corinthians 13. And now these three remain, faith, hope, and love. But the greatest of these is love. If faith the size of a mustard seed can move mountains, and love is even greater than faith, how powerful is even the smallest act of love? An act of love doesn't have to be big to be a blessing. It doesn't have to be immense to have an impact. Little acts of love are powerful too, especially when they accumulate like the, the piles of these valentines on our desks. One might not seem like much, but, but when you get a whole box full, it can make your day. And just think about all the little acts of love that could make your day. A simple word or two of encouragement. Maybe a smile that somebody brightens your day with. And when those things come in bunches, well, it's even better. Or how often has, has a kindness and a little act of love changed your attitude when someone held the door for you or paid for your coffee at the drive-thru or shoveled your walk without you having to, to even ask them or toe-tabbed you. Have you heard of that last one? Toe-tab, T-O-T-E-B. It's a word coined by a seminary professor to describe how much his wife loves him. And it stands for turning on the electric blanket. <laughs> he says of, of all the things that his wife has done for him over the years, all the big expressions of love, nothing has conveyed it so powerfully as the fact that on these cold winter nights, she goes and turns on the electric blanket ahead of time 
so that when he gets into bed, he's in a comfy, warm environment and not slipping into frozen sheets. Of all the things that she has given him and all the demonstrations of her, her love, nothing has made him feel as loved as Totem, turning on the electric blanket each night. From cheap valentines to, to Totem, little ordinary things can be powerful. In the book of Romans, in the Bible, the Apostle Paul lays out his theology for a church he hasn't met yet. You know, most of the, the letters in the Bible from Paul that we call books of the Bible were written to people that he knew because he'd been there. He'd started the church in their town or, or somebody that he'd mentored. Think of Corinthians and Thessalonians and Galatians and, and the letters to Timothy and Philemon. But, but he hasn't been to Rome yet. And so the book of Romans is filled with all sorts of a big theological concepts, but not much of the personal. He talks in, in chapter 1 about human sinfulness, or, or in chapter 3 about righteousness through faith in Christ, chapter 8 about life in Christ and the hope that we have. These are big, giant theological concepts, important, powerful ideas. But in chapter 12, in the letter to the Romans, he brings it down and it gets very personal. He may not have met them, just like we haven't met the Apostle Paul either. But his words to them are very ordinary, very personal, and really very small. Even the sentences are small. I don't know if you ever have noticed about the Apostle Paul, but uh, he's the king of the run-on sentences. I mean, he can go on for a whole chapter without even coming up for air. But in chapter 12 of Romans, it's very small, but very powerful. Short and sweet. Listen to this. His, his personal encouragement to people he hasn't met, people like us. Love must be sincere. Hate what is evil. Cling to what is good. Be devoted to one another in love. Honor one another above yourselves. Never be lacking in zeal, but keep your spiritual fervor, serving the Lord. Be joyful in hope, patient in affliction, faithful in prayer. Share with the Lord's people who are in need. Practice hospitality. These are little things. But how powerful it is when we do them. He goes on, bless those who persecute you, bless and do not curse, rejoice with those who rejoice, mourn with those who mourn, live in harmony with one another, do not be proud but be willing to associate with people of low position, don't be conceited, don't repay anyone evil for evil, be careful to do what is right in the eyes of everyone, if it is possible, as far as it depends on you, live at peace with everyone. And you almost expect him to say, and don't forget to tow tab. Turn on the electric blanket. None of these things will save the world. 
But then again, Jesus has already done that when he gave his life for us. And none of these things will, will make the news. They aren't the kind of big flashy things that people pay attention to. But there's power in these. There's power in the little things. You don't have to, to sacrifice your life. You don't have to donate a million dollars to charity. You don't have to, to take your valentine to Aruba. These simple little things done day after day have such great power. They're the cheap valentines of the Christian life. But what if we did them? And what if we did them for everyone, leaving no one out, just like the, the valentines in class? I think that would make for a pretty special valentines. And I think it would make for a pretty special world. You know, I usually read the... Um, New International Version, sometimes the um, New Living Translation or the Revised Standard, but, but there's a version of the Bible called The Message. And I want to end today by reading the beginning of chapter 12 in Romans from out of The Message because it brings it down kind of to, to our ordinary level, gets it out of that big fancy language that we, we so often associate makes it simple, like a cheap valentine. Here's what it says. So here's what I want you to do, God helping you. Take your everyday, ordinary life. You're sleeping, eating, going to work, and walking around life, and place it before God as an offering. Embracing what God does for you is the best thing you can do for him, don't become so well-adjusted to your culture that you fit into it without even thinking. Instead, fix your attention on God and you'll be changed from the inside out. Take your every or, everyday ordinary life and place it before God as an offering. Take your cheap little valentines of a life, your totebs and your prayers your hospitality and your laughter and your tears, the little acts of love that don't make the news but make such a difference and offer them to God and to your valentine and to everyone else. If faith the size of a mustard seed can move mountains, just imagine how powerful those little acts of love can be. So that's the challenge for this week. The challenge for this week is to not worry so much about getting the grandest, most wonderful Valentine's gift. The challenge is to think less about that and spend more time doing the little things, the little acts of love that make such a powerful difference in the world. Let's pray. Oh God, you, you know big, extravagant examples of love because you gave Jesus for us. There is nothing greater than that. But Lord, you, you also encourage us to do the little things, 
the everyday things, the ordinary things, things that amount to nothing more than a, than a cheap valentine, and yet things that convey love, things that are a reflection of your love that you poured into us. So Lord, this week, help us to seize every opportunity to do the little thing, the simple act of kindness and love that reflects you and makes this world a better place. Thank you, Lord, for everyone who loves us, for everyone who toe-tebs and, and does those little things. And may we do them as well. To your glory and honor. Amen.